0: To another edition of Chris Gilmore On Demand. As you will see, I have a very special guest with me today. And uh, we've sort of jazzed up our little uh, studio a little bit. We're going full Gary V style. So I thought I'd bring in some really cool shit for you guys to look at instead of a, a Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, if Toby is listening to this, he'll probably want to come and now steal this uh, that shirt because he's got his whole bedroom painted. It's just one of my best mate's um, kids. So, but uh, look... Today has got a really big, like, sport flavour to it, so I'd like to introduce... This is Ted, Ted Britt, and uh, Ted is one of the head coaches at our triathlon club, Starfish. I thought we'd get Ted in for a bit of a journey. He, he wants to ask me some questions, but I <laughs> definitely want to ask him some questions because... Uh, we've got a really cool story. So if you're watching this and you're sitting on the couch and you don't know what you want to do with your life and you want to get some get some fitness into you and pick a sport of some sort, then 100% I triathlon all the way. Yeah, definitely and it's, all the way. Yeah. yeah. So look, let's get stuck into it. So what do you want to talk about?
1: Well, I want to talk about <laughs> our, where, where we sort of first, I guess, really connected, which was in Ironman Cairns yep. um, earlier this year. Yeah. Um, yep. In June. In June. Um, that was your first Ironman experience. Yep. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about your journey there. Obviously, um, you were a member of our club, Yep. and uh, and I just wanted to talk to you about how you got there. Like, that that journey of getting to an Ironman triathlon, one, how'd you pick to do it, and then, and then two, <laughs> that journey of what was the hardest part of getting there. So, Where do we start? No, mate, we could talk we, about this all day. I, we, I could, this we could, we could.
0: Okay. I picked Cairns because the one it was easiest to get to, and I'd heard through some other people that Port Macquarie wasn't a really good course. You've done I, it.
1: I, I concur. Port Macquarie <laughs> is... Is a lot harder, rougher. Course, it's not as it's not certainly not as much fun as the Cairns course. Yeah. The Cairns course is a is a like lot it's a beautiful fun. place too. Like it's Cairns, ranges, and, yeah, it's uh, a great uh, holiday I'd, destination. Absolutely. Next so next year, if you bring the family up, make it a family holiday. Yeah, it's definitely a great holiday destination. And you get to race Ironman in in one of the most beautiful places in the world. And who doesn't like swimming with crocodiles? <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> we like can, like we, go with full we could we could go full Steve Irwin style. here. we could. No, it's so. um like the the swim at Palm Cove is spectacular. I agree. I think Cairns, out of all the Oceania Ironman series. Having done all four, it's the, the, it's, it's the pick. It's definitely okay. the pick. So you, you chose the right one. I, okay, I, I that's that.
0: that's cool. So look, how long have you been doing triathlon
1: for? So me personally, I've been doing it since I was seventeen, so twenty three, yeah, well, okay, twenty four okay. years. Okay. Lifetime. So, it's essentially my lifetime is has sure. been dedicated to this sport. But obviously, in the last sort of seven years is when I've really gone into the Man myself, yep. um, and I focused on going long. I got through, as I say, all four shana series, and and obviously meeting you in Cairns and and spending time with you in Cairns, I guess. Met you long before that, but spending yeah. time with you in Cairns was, was intriguing to see your journey and hear about you and and, and seeing through that first timer's eyes. Yeah, yeah. Everything that I've done over over the seven Ironmans that I've done and to see the the joy and that excitement of that first sure. time through your eyes was, was great to experience again. So. Yeah,
0: well your first is always going to be the most special in no matter whatever you do in life, I think. So
1: Yeah, look your first is a special one. I I do stand that and depending on on your goals, I know my goal is to get to Kona, and I have a feeling that Kona qualifier will be a very special moment when yeah, when okay. it happens. Right, so, we'll talk about Kona. We'll talk about that. We'll that's, get to uh, Kona. We'll yeah. both get to Kona. We will we, we'll so. both get to Kona one day. You'll get there I'll much live sooner everyone, than me. I'll outlive everyone in my category if I have to, yeah. and be the oldest qualifier, <laughs> the last man standing. You made it in the eighty to 84 yeah, eighty four category. Plus, <laughs> I'll still be rolling around at seventeen hours, maybe, but I'll still roll around no, and I'll get my cool. spot.
0: So. No, that that's cool. But look, I um. Your journey, my yeah, my journey. I basically I, I don't know why I picked it. I just wanted to set a big goal. Uh, a lot of people said that you couldn't do it. You you got to train your body for you know like five years or something. I'm like yeah, come on, and I, I've always thought I was fairly fit to be honest. But I like the challenge, and it's it's probably not more the the physical challenge. It was more the mental challenge, yeah. and that's really what I like about it. To be honest, and, was pushing and that through is, that. I mean, isn't it? I mean, absolutely. It's very
1: much. Uh, the, the body is very capable of doing it once you've done the training than the mental struggles so, yeah so, so in your training was there many mental struggles did you do much mental training in your training
0: the not, look i think mentally I'm strong no matter what and you know with my work under pressure and my other sporting in motor racing you know i've always had that pressure on me to perform I think i can handle that quite well to be honest it was more just getting my legs right you know and and just learning these three sports like swimming on my kayak and but riding I've only ever pushed, you know, I've yeah. pushed bike a BMX and done some jumps and shit like that. But, yeah. you know, and running, I'm terrible at running. I've got chicken legs, as you can see. So
1: Which is good for running. You have a look at <laughs> well, The Africans can run with chicken yeah, absolutely. legs. Absolutely, yeah. Well, let's I, I get your it. Your legs are great for running, trust me. And they're great it. for riding too. Look at Jan road Yeah, the fastest at man athletes in the world. Yeah, he hasn't got big, muscly legs.
0: So. No, I know. Look, I'll, I, you know, I'll get there. But look, I just wanted that challenge, and what I did is, I I wanted to find someone that had done it uh, at the elite. So that's that's when I I got onto Adzi down on, on the Gold Coast, so um, hey, Ads, uh, he's in Bermuda at the moment doing a camp. Yeah, doing a camp. It, yeah. So And I just got along really well with Ads, and I think he sort of listened to what I wanted to do, and he's like, yep, yeah, you know, and I, it, probably the biggest thing he believed, you know, he was, and I'm like, okay, because I was really new into this, you know, and we had eight months to train, so he sort of gave me the program and caught up with him in the gym and, you know, did a, did a bit of work with him one-on-one as well just to, to build it. And he was there every step of the way. Got me onto a really good physio to keep my body into check as well too because I think that was just as important. And that would have been one thing I would have forgotten. To it do. is.
1: That's hugely important, isn't it, to have that team around you? Yeah, so. definitely.
0: And then so then we made the trek up to Cairns and there was only a couple of us Starfish Triathlete there Club there, uh, members there. I think there was you, me, and Manny. Maddie, there was only the three the of, three us, of us, and
1: Maddie and I were both doing the seventy point three. So yeah, half.
0: you did the half, and I'm like, no, nah. and I can still remember because we went out for because we were, we went out for dinner that night, and I think that's when it, the night, the Saturday night, and yep. that's when it really sunk in when we were sitting there at that Italian restaurant and yep. I ordered my lasagna and some garlic breads, and and I'm like, this is this it. this is happening tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, almost
1: like a Last Supper, isn't it? It's <laughs> it's, it's like tough. am I gonna
0: die tomorrow <laughs> or something like that, but. It was. That's probably when it hit home. What am I about to do? Like, this is nuts. And,
1: and for me, that dinner was was probably one of my highlights of that whole trip. Was just sitting at that table and and just being able to talk. Yeah. And, and hear you talking through the excitement and that, that that anticipation of what's to come and not knowing. Yeah. I knew perfectly well what was coming, um, but to see that <laughs> that, that naivety um, for one of a yeah, better absolutely. Word, naivety, um, I absolutely.
0: But, I I think I was super confident and naive about what that day was going to be but i find how and it worked like i honestly think i executed the perfect race for me on that day i did more than what i thought i would ever do Uh, my training like was short so you know to to do what i did but waking up that morning i didn't really sleep that night you know, I did my no, normal no routine. One no nah. one does the night
1: before an Man. So, Even me, seven Ironmans. Yeah. I still don't sleep the night before an Man.
0: Yeah, well, I, I did, but I kept a routine. And, and that was pretty much, you know, I had everything set the day before. focused. I switched off from work. You know, I had one of my mates with me as well too, yeah. Kingsley. Uh, He'd just come up to support and to watch and probably and he was, just...
1: It was a great support to both, all three all of us, of us. Was yeah. Great.
0: yeah, Yeah, he was our taxi. He, <laughs> he was, he
1: was fantastic. But it was
0: good to to share that moment with him as well and the rest of the boys that were there. But yeah, just had my eggs, got up, you know, I knew... And how I, I don't know if everyone does this, but I break down triathlon into the three sports. So it's, it's three, yeah. you know, so I, I did the swim. Okay, one's out, two to go bike I knew I knew I would finish if I'd finished the bike as yeah. long as I didn't have any mechanical problems on the bike I knew I'd finish my Ironman no and, matter what yeah. even if I had to walk but and, um, and,
1: and again that finishing the bike that's that's the biggest chunk of your Ironman so um, once you're off the bike that's a it's a huge achievement because yeah. yes you've got a marathon to run but the reality is you're you're two-thirds of yeah absolutely you're yeah. more than two-thirds yep. in reality but yep. you've got two legs done only one to go. Yep. And it's a great way to break the race down yes. if it's the way you've done it. So,
0: But, yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. I look back at it now and I still, out of all the races that I've done in triathlon, I still think that was my best ex- executed race and, and, that and, I've and, done.
1: Yeah, and looking from an external perspective, I think you did race perfectly to the plan that you'd prepared and then the way that you had trained, it looked to be a really well smooth race. So coming out of transition, out of that that bike, how did you feel? I want to know. Tell me about the experience. Tell me about well, what I, you I, actually I, felt. <laughs> What actually? Luke. Go back a step. Let's go back a step. On the bike, you're on the bike for five and a half. Five hours and fifty six minutes. Five fifty six. What goes through your head on the bike? What do you think about on the bike? Yeah.
0: Look, I come out really strong. Because uh, I have my brand new bike, yep. so I was keen to get onto the Diamondback. Diamondback. You know the Big W special.
1: Yep. That's it's all my mates got. Yeah, you know, oh, you special. got the Big
0: W special. And I said, yeah. yeah, twenty-one grand on yeah. on sale. Yep. <laughs> Shit, my wife's got it though. <laughs> yeah, we might
1: edit that bit out.
0: I always say I'm all for show, and I got no go. But you know, I got out onto the bike. I took off, and because I didn't really, I didn't know the course, and I was rolling through the hills. Everyone said it's just a nice right. rolling course, yeah. and I'm like, sweet. You know, a couple of hills, but then you get a rest going down. I love speed.
1: Up over Rex's Lookout. Yeah, like
0: beautiful, like the coastline and everything like that. And I think I was pumping because I got out of the water. Uh, I knew I was on track. I was three minutes ahead of, um, yeah. and at uh, a time, and I was cruising around 34, 35K, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I feel good. I'll keep, keep going. And then, obviously, you get all the way out to Port Douglas, and then you've got to do that turnaround. Little and A
1: little party in Port Douglas. Yeah, like
0: right? you've got all these people at yeah, the at the, the top of the turnaround. And, and yeah, you're like, the big oh. screen
1: and the, at the end there. Yeah. And
0: they're, they're having their big breakfast and their hash browns and stuff. And you're just flogging yourself. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they have got it right. I've got this wrong.
1: <laughs> Someone's in the wrong spot.
0: Absolutely. And I get to that turnaround point and I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to do another lap. I've got to go all the way back and then come back again. So it wasn't until probably it was in the final leg where I started hurting. I, I slowed down my bike uh because i knew if i i wouldn't have the legs onto the run so i knew look i was happy at 30k average you know i was sitting on around that 32.2 sort of point at at around four hours in so i thought i'd just back it off a little bit knowing that on my last trip back that there was a lot more hills and and stuff like that but probably where i started really thinking where i was was through the sugarcane stuff yep yeah, just as you come back out of Port Douglas. You're coming so back out,
1: sugarcane area. It was, becomes a bit of a wind tunnel. In yeah, look, bikes, yeah, splitting the sugarcane. But I had
0: no one around me.
1: It's quiet. Yeah, and and that's, and that's when lap. you start.
0: Yeah, man, you start thinking. I just, I just, I don't know what anyone else calls it, but I honestly, you're just in this really dark place. Yep. You know, you're four and a half hours into the bike, and I'm like, I've still got another hour and a half to go. You know, it's a home stretch. Just push through, push through but to see nobody else around me, you know, and there's thousands of competitors, but by that time we're all so spread out. Am I going the right way? <laughs> what, what, what happens here? What, do, you know, I, I, I need food, you know, and you're in the middle of nowhere. So, but, um,
1: so how did you overcome that? How do you work your way through those dark moments? How did you do it? How do you work through it? <laughs> do you really want to know? Yeah, I do. I really want to know how you work through those dark uh, moments. Look, man,
0: I to be honest, I haven't told anyone this, but I just start thinking of the Shannon Knoll song, Lift. There you go. <laughs> so just, yep. you know, that that was that's like my go-to song. Yep. You know, you you got to lift. And, and that, that song, I think, and when I train, you know, with my running, I listen to that uh, most of the time. As well too, but uh, there you go. No one knows that. But that's pretty much
1: everyone knows that now. Yeah, well
0: they do now. But oh, the twenty people that are watching oh, me. Come on. <laughs> but you know, it's that's sort of pretty much what I just kept thinking. It's just I got to push through, push through, push yeah. through. I knew at thirty k with a at five hour point, I knew I've only got thirty k to go, so I'm fine. So. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Do you go, do you get into a dark place? Yeah, look,
1: every Ironman, I've had a dark spot. And um, so, very similar, I use mantras and, and things like that. So, I say things to myself yeah. all the time, but I, I do a lot of maths in my head.
0: I don't maths. Don't know why. Maths,
1: yeah. Are you nuts? So, I'm constantly calculating average speeds, how many Ks to go, how long that's going to yeah, take okay. me, um, how much to the next aid station. So, I know where the aid stations are. Yeah. So, I'm constantly doing that little tiny bit of, of mathematics in my head. So, um, again, just to occupy and it keeps that. That focus on what I'm doing and yep. that keeps me in the moment. So, very similar to yourself. You're using a song, I'm using mantras and mathematics to. I'd much
0: rather you. my method, I <laughs> rock. Like, <laughs> the, man, the I'd song. rather be listening to music or something than, than doing six
1: plus six. I'm doing an average
0: of 36 kilometers an hour. Like,
1: But it's whatever gets you through. And that's the, so that I guess, I mean, is the mental challenge. Absolutely. And, and getting yourself out of those dark spots and being able to then ride the wave when you do get out of that dark spot and you feel amazing again. Yeah. Being able to to continue to ride that way yeah. is critical, and, and you've done that really well. So
0: then you you, you rode into. I I still remember transition. Yeah.
1: Like I, you
0: know, my physical... So talk me
1: through. So for those that aren't in the know, the Ironman transitions are very very different to a normal triathlon. So when you're stepping up through the distances, when you get to Ironman, it's a very different transition to every other triathlon, so, isn't
0: it? Yeah. So to explain what transition is, is is you're transitioning off the bike and then onto the run. So you have got to get out of your bike clothes, like shoes, and put on your running gear and you go so I come off the bike and I go into the tent they give you your bag and
1: so as you get off your bike what's the first thing that happens somebody's there to take your bike aren't they yeah 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 Yeah. I'm
0: freaking out I'm like dude like (laughs) I've got the most expensive
1: (laughs) bike that's exactly what I was thinking I'm thinking about you as you're going in I'm happy to hand my bike off to anyone as I get to transition and I'm not phased. but I thought about you as you were riding past us heading into transition I'm like Chris is not going to want to hand this bike no, like, <laughs> I, I want
0: to know where my bike is. But anyway, at that point, I didn't really give a shit. I just threw in the bike, jumped off, start running into the tent, got to sit down. And I did one thing that my physio told me to do that I forgot to do because I was just so worked up, you know, in that transition point. I, I got in, I put my shoes on. Uh, they take all the gear and I'm pretty sure I took a Snickers bar or a cherry ripe at that point. And then I remember running out of the tent, and you run out of the tent and, and around. And that's pretty much the start of your run. Yep. And then the, there's the aid station, there's all the toilets. I'm like, no, nah, I've got to go, to the, I've got to hang a piss. So, before, <laughs> you know, so in, in I go and have do a toilet break. And then there's a photo, someone took a photo of me, but I just look absolutely wrecked. coming down that chute and uh and I'm like mate I haven't even started the run like and I'm looking wrecked already but then you boys were all on the side cheering me on and and that really spurred me on and I think at Cairns the run course is cool because you've surrounded by thousands of people all the way around the course and I had some friends there that uh that I knew through real estate and some actual clients you know that their kids were racing as well so I sort of had people all through it, so yeah. but yeah, look, man, I, I got going on the run, and you know, just stuck to the plan with nutrition and and what I had to drink and and stuff like that. And I I you come down that first part where the the red carpet is, yeah, and they give you your band for your first one. Up I'm line. like, oh, there's one shit. I've still got I got three laps. You got to get two, yeah, get two get, of them You got two more. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, I'm just at the start here. And yeah. uh anyway, so you go around the boardwalk, and but man, the the run was good. Uh, I was, I think I was feeling pretty good on the run, to be honest.
1: For those that don't know, we then moved, so me, Kingsley, and, and Maddie, we then walked out towards the hospital. Yep. And um, at the hospital, hospital. there is there's, yeah, there's, oh, there is a hospital there, is a hospital there um, where you you double back and you can actually see the runners in, um, heading out, heading yep. back, heading out, and then heading home again. So you get to see the runners four times in the space of about 50 to 100 metres, yep. um, which is where we then relocated out towards there, let Chris do the section out towards the harbour, and then as Chris came back through and headed out towards the airport, that's where we were based for the first lap and the second lap, I think. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah.
0: – I can't remember. It was, the whole thing was a blur, really, to be honest. And,
1: and it was out on one of those little turnarounds that uh, that I had um, – We'd wandered out there and, and Chris was shuffling along and he's doing, he's doing shuffling. it. Shuffling? I was running, man. <laughs> running. I
0: was running.
1: I think everyone knows that in an Ironman I'm marathon, sure I was there's walking, not eh? much running. It's more of a shuffle for all of us, um, unless you're Fredino and, yeah. and those sorts yeah, of they guys. Yeah, they're but sprinting. They're sprinting. Our sprinting, anyway. For them, it's their run. And it was at one of those turnaround points that, uh, that, that I decided... You needed a little bit of a pep talk. Yeah,
0: look, man. You, you, like I, I've just toured around Oz and New Zealand doing a doing a real estate talk, and I actually talk about you. Just well, I'm pretty sure I called you uh, an arsehole. Yeah, yep. yeah, I called you an arsehole and a prick. <laughs> Right. So to, to put some context into that, it was around, I don't know, I think it was the 28k mark and I started cramping. That's when I started getting really sore. You had done the half iron man. You'd already had finished. Yeah. You already had qualified. Yeah. So right? We'll yep. right. So you go and get your medal and your, your coin and yep. what the fancy people get to do. That will take It'll us 20 come. years to It'll do. Come. It'll come. But you then decide to just, I'm going to come for a run with you. And I'm like, you, you, you asshole! Are you serious? Like, how can you do this?
1: It's um, but it was
0: good. It got me through it, you know. Yeah, it keep it, it, keep the back up. Start drinking some coke, you know, because yeah, I was cramping. Coke, switch to
1: coke at that point, and and, yeah. and coke is for those again that don't know. In an Ironman, it's one of the few races where they do serve coke on yeah. course. Coca Cola, um, Coca Cola, and not not the powdered Coca Cola. Yep. Um, and the coke is great because it's just a mouthful or two is just enough to get you to the next to the aid next station. one because
0: it's one point six kilometers or is it, yeah it's one point six yeah, miles 1. or 6, something in between yeah. aid stations. Yeah. So and apparently it's about a seven minute life yeah. on on coke. So yeah. um, you know so I started just down in the coke. So each aid station I was having water at the beginning. Yeah. I was then having a slice of watermelon or a banana and then finishing and downing that then with yeah. uh, a cup of coke. Um, and uh, every 1.6k
1: and and again so in my very first time in Cairns back in 2015 um one of the pros i can't think of the lady's name that ran past me she was the one that put me onto it yep. i was struggling at around the probably 28 to 32k mark yep. and as she ran past me she said to me get on the coke get on the coke yep. and i went all right
0: so you got what uh, that's what i find amazing is like you got these pro athletes like their bodies are just machines, like what they eat and that. And then come race day, they're just popping bloody Yeah. and and drinking Coke. And, and drinking red, Coke. some of them are having Red Bull because they serve Red Bull, red, Bull yeah. on it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I can't do the Red so, Bull. The Red
1: Bull, the taste doesn't do anything for me and, yep. and the, I can't do it. But the Coke, I love the Coke. So yep. um, for all my athletes that I coach, that's that, we talk through that nutrition plan. And around that. 25 to, to 30k is what we say. Switch to Coke, and yep. once you've switched to Coke, there is no going back. You have to stay on the Coke for the rest of the race. Yep. Um, I think in Busselton last year, I switched to Coke as I ran out of transition. Yep. So at K one, I switched to Coke, <laughs> and I had Coke for 42k of the marathon. But Busselton was a was was in a world of hurt over yep. there. It was a struggle street. So. Coke has its value and Absolutely. it got me through in Bustleton. So it wasn't a pretty marathon, but I got there. Yeah. So no, um, Coke good. is huge. So um, so yeah, I shuffled along with Chris and we, we, we did a bit of a run and we just talked through some technique. We just I just talked him through saying, mate, this is where you need to focus on that technique because if you start to lose your form and lose your technique, it makes the run harder. Yeah. So that, um, that's what I was encouraging Chris to, to focus on that. Uh, those small things that you can do, that will yeah. make it easier to get to the finish line. Yeah, and look, and we did, and and you didn't just get to the finish line; you crushed it.
0: Oh, I sprinted down there. You did. I sprinted at the end. Always.
1: Let's talk about that because the 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 the, the black and red carpet is yep. perhaps one of the happiest places on earth. Well, it's the I best think, place? It's it? the
0: best place. And to, I didn't hear the words, but I was lucky someone recorded it. But like when you're running down and, and, and you finish, you know, the, the commentator goes, Chris Gilmore, you are an Man. And that's pretty much all you want to hear. And I was so caught up in yeah. that because I couldn't believe the time that I'd done. It was yeah. faster than what I thought I was going to do. And
1: 1130,
0: 1136 six. and 1130 uh, 56 seconds. Ironman. We know the number. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but you know, and so I didn't hear it, but when I got to watch it back, it was, it was kind of cool. But you guys were there and, and just running down that black and red carpet is is the coolest feeling and uh, it's addictive so
1: it, it, it's amazing when you get to that black and red carpet how you've just done 11 and a half hours of activity yeah. but that lift when you oh absolutely absolutely coming yeah. back down they should to just all have the whole those. course on that carpet yeah. i reckon. <laughs> <just> <laughs> so 42k, just sprint 42K. red red so. red black carpet
0: but i uh, look i and you know for my first it was cool it was special um, but i really love that photo because I started in the dark and I finished in the dark. Now you don't really want to finish in the dark because that means it's taking you all day. But I think that photo just makes it look a little bit more epic because it's at night. But next year, hopefully, it will be just the sun's going
1: down. My challenge is always racing the sunset. I wanna, yeah, okay. I want to beat the sunset. Yeah. So, um, so Cairns next year, we will be we will be racing the sunset together. I yep. think we'll Are
0: be. you doing the full though?
1: Pulling cans.
0: Oh, wow! Definitely. Okay.
1: Cairns I'll, I'll wait be, for you. Cans will be next year. Cans <laughs> will be my tilt at, at a Kona slot. I will be targeting uh, okay. that as, so as that's my the goal, my A race for, for sure. the season. So okay. I'll be giving everything to to try and get a, yep. a Kona slot to get one of these little discs. Oh, okay. But with a Kona instead of a Nelson Mandela barrel. So
0: right. let's 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 talk about this. Obviously, you got all the gear on, yeah. and so. <laughs> what this is here guys this is is it's like a coin so it's quite special to anyone that's that's doing Man. but that was given to Ted in Cairns uh you ran what'd you run in Cairns four hours and four
1: hours 52
0: four hours and 52 minutes so it was a half so he was you know it was only doing a half I'm
1: half the man of Chris
0: so (laughs) um
1: so while Chris was out on course and after I'd done that little run with Chris I took off to the roll down and um just to watch, I went with no intentions. I'd finished yeah. seventh in my age group. So I assumed that there would be at least three people above me that would, uh, How would cool is take that? their slot. But, um,
0: so we'll zoom in on that. So for the guys cool. listening on podcast, it's like a, a big coin. Um, yeah. Just says Ironman 70.3 World Championship. I uh, qualify for 2018 Ironman World Championships on September 1 and 2 in Nelson Mandela Bay in South Africa. Yeah. So yeah. So he's just traveled over to South Africa to compete.
1: And that went spectacular. Yeah. It was a tough time. It was...
0: I actually watched it live. Yeah. So I got Thank to watch you. it live and you got your six seconds of fame on TV. I did. How <laughs> yeah. good was
1: that? They panned in right at the right moment. Absolutely. So it was gold.
0: But like, I think that's probably what everyone wants to aspire to is to wear the green and gold uh, and represent their country.
1: Yeah. And so in, in 24 or 25 years in the sport, that is um that is literally the first time I've ever worn the green and gold. Sure. Um, I've been close numerous times through my junior years. Was always on the cusp, so it had never.
0: Shit! I hope there, it doesn't so. take me twenty four years. It took me twenty something years to win an Australian Championship in motorsport. I'm trying to fast track
1: this. <laughs> we'll fast track so. it. Into yeah, no. Look, and it, it it is. It was a very special feeling over there. I so mean, you took the family? No, no. I, I left the family at home. I just took my wife. So yep. my wife and I travelled together. So you I,
0: left the kids behind?
1: Left the kids behind. Father so of the year here. Yeah, three <laughs> kids at home. <laughs> no, it, look, I've got some great. Again, so Ironman is all about the network around you that you build. Um, so I've got an amazing set of grandparents, both my wife's parents and my, my yep. own parents that, that came down and looked after our three kids that allowed me to, to be able to travel to South Africa, Port Elizabeth for the world champs. Um, some of the amazing stats of that race were there, there's 102 different countries represented, yeah, wow. 4,500 athletes from 102 different countries. So the atmosphere was just like no other race because every second person is speaking a different language. Yeah, and definitely. Uh, it was amazing. So it was a great atmosphere over there. So
0: that that takes us then to this this big chunk of a thing. It's, so it's for when out. you when you do an Iron Man you get a towel and, and you get a medal yeah. and that's uh, makes it all worth it. So we're we we're, we're yeah, running. it. that's, that's a, worth the thousand dollar entry. Yeah, and yeah. six thousand the expensive hours.
1: towels you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's more about the training and that, but yeah, I'll yeah. hold that up for the cameras. That there's kinda of cool. So it's um that that is the finishing uh, medal. Uh, at the worlds, it actually has on the back here, and I'll read it out. So you ran, you swam in thirty minutes and seven seconds, bike in two hours and thirty three minutes six seconds, and you ran at one thirty seven fifteen for a total time four hours forty seven minutes forty three seconds. And I know for a fact that that was a PB.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. So uh, cans was my PB at four fifty two to qualify. So, were five minutes quicker. Yeah, five minutes quicker. Anything. And, and, and in Port Elizabeth, and literally all in the run. I was actually. Yeah. Be, I was well behind schedule off the bike. It was about probably four or five minutes behind schedule off the bike, and was a bit annoyed at myself. Conditions were not conducive to a yeah. fast bike. Um, Look,
0: was the course? It would have been harder.
1: Yeah, interestingly, the course they'd put up on maps online, and they'd put around five hundred meters of elevation gain on the on the maps. Unfortunately, I got to the turnaround and I'd climbed 480 metres. I had to get right back yet, so I knew there was going to be a lot more climbing. Um, It ended up being around 700 to 740 metres of elevation going over the whole course. So significantly more than they'd reported on the maps, which um, obviously impacts on the bike time. So that's what put me behind, I believe. was Again, I ride to power, so I stuck to my power number, um, and the speed is irrelevant Um, for me. I know I can push at that power all day. And that's what I did at the half, and and I think that also allowed me to run a nine minute PB in the half marathon. So I was able to run nine minutes quicker than I've ever run a half marathon off the bike. So, um, wow. which is which nine is minutes in
0: a... in your terms, that's a lot.
1: It was huge. Yeah. Like it's um yeah, that's easily that's over two like k. It's over two k. Two k in distance. So, yeah, it was it was a big PB to yeah, run wow. that well. And um, but again, so to be on course, what I love about Ironman is you're on exactly the same course as the pros. Yep. So in Port Elizabeth, they had the women's race on the Saturday, which we got to watch, and to, to be able to support all the ladies and all the women was fantastic. It also gave me a real good insight into what to expect on the Sunday. Yep. Um, and then on the Sunday, we get to race with the men, and, and you get to race with the pro men. I was literally the the, the next wave behind the pro men and could see them tur- at the turnaround on the bike and on the run. Yeah, kind of cool. Fredino's finishing as I'm starting the, the run. Oh, like it's but it's like it's great that you're on course at the same time as the pros and there's so few sports that yeah you you get get to experience that that. yeah that's that's one of the big things i love about ironman triathlon it was an epic experience over there